Welcome to the POC Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. One of the most important ingredients for electrifying the globe, our nation, the grid, and all our homes is being educated as to its benefits, which is what Eden did with the updates to its experience center in Pittsburgh, installing EV charging infrastructure to show visitors how that tech contributes to home energy management strategies for the benefit of the grid. And I thought our audience would like to know a bit more. So on the show, we have Dan Carnavale, the director of Eaton's Experience Centers. So Dan, thanks for joining us. And for those who are unfamiliar, can you explain what the Experience Centers are and the purpose? Sure. Thanks, Jason. And, and thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Well, our Experience Centers are a place for visitors, electrical contractors, builders, utility leaders, or even homeowners. And they basically observe uh, product testing and performance. Um, we look at live demonstrations and training courses, and they learn about power management solutions. So our one thing that sets us apart when we, we define this with our experience centers is that they're full scale and fully powered equipment. So it's a little different than just seeing kind of trade show equipment. And then you have an Eaton expert to host you. And honestly, like every visit is different and it's focused on the visitor's interest, not just what we want to tell them. The purpose of the experience centers is to take the mystery out of you know, electrical power systems by displaying real-world applications, and it prepares professionals to support the demands of you know, electrical designs and applications across things like the EV adoption. We, we use the experience centers to show visitors the different ways that our featured products, like in this case, smart breakers and vehicle charging uh, infrastructure equipment, are contributing to energy management strategies to benefit the power grid. So that's kind of a summary of what, what they are. Okay. Well, uh, Dan, maybe you could delve a bit more into how the experience centers tie into Eaton's everything as a grid idea. Oh, sure. Um, so given like the widespread adoption of homes as energy hubs, you may have heard of that term energy hub before, that you know, we continue to develop solutions that support the stability of the electrical power grid and enable more flexibility in how the homeowners use electricity, basically. So what does that mean? So Eaton has smart breakers that enable intelligent home energy management throughout the control, you know, using that to control connected loads like appliances, devices like your water heater or so forth. Um, our everything is a grid approach. Eaton's everything is a grid approach. It basically works to reinvent the way power is distributed, stored, and consumed to shape the future where homeowners and businesses can reduce the cost and environmental impact of energy. And I always describe everything as a grid like this. Think of a balance scale. So you have on one side of the scale, you have the sources of power. And on the other side, you have electrical loads. Well, really, like up until very recently, the utility had full responsibility to balance these sources of generation with the customer's loads. But today, we're taking that power into our own hands with microgrids and renewables and, of course, EVs. So the Experience Center showcased a wide variety of products and solutions for residential applications and demonstrate how to charge and discharge EV batteries, illustrating like the bi-directional flow of power, which is the, the big buzz, right? And um, all of this while lowering an individual's carbon footprint and minimizing basically their energy costs. So that, that's helpful for everyone. We, we recently installed, and you mentioned it, um, several new demos showing EV charging for homes, parking garages, other applications. So seeing all these options side by side is really what helps the homeowner and contractors decide what makes sense for like their application. And for example, with our smart breakers, you can install, let's say, a simple 100 amp sub panel in your garage today. So if you're a builder or a contractor, you put a panel in the garage. And then when you buy your first EV, all you need to do is 
um, install, you know, a smart breaker into that panel and then put a, a standard five wire cord connected on one end of the breaker and the other end to the J1772 connector. That's a standard one that connects to your car. And then, you know, a couple of years down the road or a year down the road, when you realize how much you love your first EV and go out and buy a second one, all you need to do is install a second smart breaker in your panel and attach a standard cord. These smart breakers can control not only the timing of charging, but the capacity that the EV uses to make sure you don't overload the, the home's electrical system while you ensure that the cars are charged and ready to go in the morning, because that's the thing that people really worry about. And on a broader scale, now think of it, so you're controlling it from your home, but on a broader scale, utilities can use the same breaker to manage the power flow for hundreds or even thousands of homes with EVs, ensuring that you know their transformers and their power lines don't become overloaded, keeping the power on for everyone. And in the experience centers, we, we really focus heavily on this power distribution capacity issue because, you know, the concerns that homeowners and contractors and utilities have with the rapid adoption of EVs. So that's that's how we lay it all out with that demonstration you mentioned. Interesting. Now, uh, I understand you've been with Eaton for a while and as the director of the experience centers, you, you obviously have a unique perspective on them. So other than the Pittsburgh one in question, any especially unique centers worth a mention? Yeah, absolutely, Jason. So in Houston, Texas, we have um, a large experience center that um, focuses very heavily on large industrial applications. It, it came out of the, you know, the heavy industry that's in that region. But even um, we're, we're evolving that one today. And, and this year, we're also installing a new, we'll call it an Eaton City demonstration, including a microgrid with solar, you know, battery storage, natural gas generator, and lots of EV charging. The city demo um, it highlights like Think of like electrical system, but we're basically building r buildings inside the building. So we have a like a residential high-rise building, large industrial plant, a university, a data center, a hospital, and even like commercial buildings. And and all of these are like three-story structures built inside our experience center, tied together with the utility power lines to make it all work. And we have another one, another experience center in Raleigh, North Carolina, where we highlight data center applications and software solutions. Um, and, and also in that one, we also focus on bulk storage for applications where the utility can't handle the significant increase of massive EV charging deployment. And then finally, we're also expanding our experience center footprint. Excuse me, we're also expanding our experience center footprint to a couple of um, plants that we have in St. Louis and Milwaukee. And then we're also going to have a, a location out west in the U.S. as well. So that's. That covers a, a number of different things that we're working on with the experience centers, but it, it really focuses on this visual learning aspect that we're we're focused on here heavily in Pittsburgh. Very interesting. Well, well, um, Dan, before I let you go, uh, if we could just wrap up, what can uh, electric vehicle charging infrastructure do for home energy management, and how would that benefit the grid? Jason, that's a great question, and and I think here's here's how I think we can see the biggest benefits. So with the advancement of renewable energy sources like solar and innovations around all this vehicle charging, um, energy storage and increased digitalization, basically homes can now act as these energy hubs, right? By producing their own power and to help support the flexibility and stability really of the power grid. And here's a specific example. Let's say you installed solar in your home. Uh, it's, it's very common for homeowners to believe that if the power goes out, you can use the solar panels to supply power to your home. I hear this all the time when people come to the experience centers. But unfortunately, that's not really the case. A very high percentage of home solar inverters are called 
grid tie or grid following. What that means is they need the utility to form the sine wave for them to follow. It's a safety feature that prevents backfeed during outages to protect utility workers. But with EVs and other forms of energy storage in homes, you can now get a grid forming inverter and tie the battery of your EV or, the, or battery storage to that solar for that solar to follow. Now, with this system, you can disconnect or island from the utility if you have a power outage, for example, and operate for extended hours or even days or weeks, depending on how much energy storage you have. And some of these vehicles have pretty big batteries. So combining electric vehicle charging infrastructure with battery energy storage can enable homeowners to produce and consume renewable energy through the bidirectional flow of electricity. And this enables the individuals to manage that power consumption in a way that optimizes energy use and, and really cost. Through this bidirectional flow, homes can also participate in utility grid services. So things like frequency regulation or stability can help you know, create a much stabler, more stable grid um, during peak time, so when everybody's using power to offset the energy usage and basically save or make the, the homeowner some money. I've already heard of an instance, for example, uh, where an early adopter used bidirectional charging and they made something like $4,500 over a nine-week period discharging a Nissan Leaf into the grid for just two hours a day. I mean, that's an easy payback for your new EV. But of course, the most important you know, issue or thing to think about with bidirectional charging is that it's done safely, you know, to protect, you know, electrical workers. We mentioned the utility workers before, the homeowners, obviously, and their homes, and of course, the EV itself from damage. So charging and discharging in a controlled way. So we're excited to be part of this rapidly changing technology explosion. And we'd love to show all these demonstrations at our experience centers. So maybe hopefully some of your listeners can come visit us and see for themselves. Thanks, Dan. I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for joining us. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.